0: Take a seat in your warm plastic lounge chair, pour yourself a glass of poolside lemonade, and once you are ready, let's go on a voyage. looked over the side of the How Am I Feeling for a while and stared at the port she called home. Winiford Village, an absolutely charming pastoral town nestled in between several other sheep farming and quaint cottage laden shorelines. It was home. She saw the cheesemongers walking, the streets hawking their breeze, kids running home from the one-room schoolhouse covered in mud, the fishing boats swaying back and forth in the harbor on the faint evening breeze. It was home. Bunce felt a hand on her shoulder and turned to face Rhythm, who was looking at the village with a distant sort of longing. There's not a day that goes by that I don't miss home. To be fair, I don't know how much Moe Daughter ever felt like a real home to me, but it was as near as I ever had. I loved those docks. But when I play it back in my head, there's nothing I could have done. They're lost and gone, and I just have to deal with that. I have to deal with being me and deal with the world ending. Truth is, I still don't know. Not for certain. There's a tiny part of me that believes behind that bank of fog is all the places we've seen acting so peacefully. Like maybe there's just some big misunderstanding that I'm missing. I dream of that happening a lot. But when I wake up, the fog's still there and I'm still here. She looks straight into Buns's eyes for long enough that she has to turn away. But Rhythm keeps looking, as if she's looking for something hiding behind the iris. She catches herself after a little too long and laughs a little, patting Buns on the back. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but please, come back and listen to the rest of our story before you leave all of us forever. It's been so cathartic for all of us to get this story, this whole story, off our chest. It'd be a shame not to finish out this chapter, right? Buns looks to the village, but her insatiable curiosity can't resist a temptation so sweet, even from a pack of loons like these ones. All right, all right, all right, I'll come back. And here are the rest of your tallest of tales. Uh Ah, where were we? Rhythm plops herself back in a pillow on the main deck and stretches out, feeling the warmth of the sun across her skin like a stretching cat as she looks over Ishmael and Avalyn, Flaxen and Rowan and Virgil and smiles. Yes, though, as we were saying. And the ship reminds its audience of where our heroes were to catch them up. How Avalyn was making out with Ishmael behind the bleachers of the baseball game while God, Rowan <laughs> watched with a shipper's glee. How a stoned Virgil was frustrated with himself and the world as he left the archivist library. And how Flaxen met his first pirate at the baseball game and was well on his way to becoming one. Right. And now caught up, you continue to tell her your story. I am Ben Schiffler and I am your dungeon master. So I'm thinking. So the in a, in a couple short words, kind of, couple short sentences, kind of describe where you're at when this the scene starts. So Flaxen, you go first.
1: Who am I sitting next to again? What's his name?
0: Windsor Veristinia. Win- your Windsor waitress. Veristinia.
1: Yeah. Wow, Windsor. Where'd she go?
0: Uh. Wow. Sorry, I need to get my own Wilson voice. <laughs> yeah, she's uh. <laughs>
2: Uh, she That's vanished into
0: thin air, like she completed awful. her task, she's an elemental, so, uh, yeah, vanished into thin air, like a <laughs> chia seed in the wind.
1: Wow. Like a chia seed. Wow. Thanks for showing me that, I, uh, that taught me a lot about being a pirate. I'm Flaxen Roan, half-work rope, played by Nick.
3: You turned away from your mic halfway through that sentence, can you just have your, your mouth in one place
0: consistently?
1: I'm Flax and Rome. a half-work rogue, and I'm played by Nick.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: Okay, The really ASMR uh, Rogue. Perfect. <laughs> that did sound better. I know you're kind of trying to be a little cheeky, a little cheeky, Nick. There, but it did sound good to the earphones. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next, let's let's just go to the the kids behind the bleachers.
3: I mean, well, I'm probably still making out with Evelyn.
0: <laughs> yeah. Same. I <laughs> well, gotta wipe your mouth. Like, how? How, well, mu- uh, how
3: much kissing are we doing, huh?
4: I mean, I suppose it depends on if we noticed Rowan or not.
3: I d- definitely well, okay. not. I don't. know. Oh, I, I, I don't think we do. But it, right, I mean, no. it depends. Is Avalyn like <laughs> all right? What one kiss and we're done now, or or is it like and the and we're making out for ten minutes? Like, what's? I think this is kind of up to you, Connor. What what's what are we doing here?
4: Um, I think it it would be more uh like. Right after one kiss, Alan sort of pull back and go, so this, this is a thing now? We're, we're doing this? Smooth. Uh,
3: okay. I I look back with intensity and I say, I don't know. I just hated seeing you with her. I- so yeah, I guess yeah let's do you want it to be
4: yeah let's give it a shot
3: and i kiss you again
4: and th- then there's making out yeah for a while probably um, for a while yeah and who are you two I'm, lovebirds? i'm Evelyn varistinia uh elven barbarian uh voiced by connor
3: i'm uh ishmael overcast i'm an elf sorcerer i'm played by emma
0: so the camera pans up uh and we see uh leaning over the banister at the top of the bleachers, uh right next to Dee Dee Hot Pants, who is uh gasping <laughs> and giddy and keeping herself from squealing. Uh we see Rowan.
2: Sorry I'm coughing so much. Um I blame Ben. There's like tea residue in the back of my throat from him causing me to cough. <laughs> How did um, ben, ben
3: put tea residue Damn in your it, throat? Bro, how did
2: I put tea residue in your <laughs> you, throat? You went, wow. And then I laughed so hard, tea went up like my back, the back of my throat. And now it's like still gross in the back of my throat. And I keep Where's going, off Dungeon to Master com? ever. <laughs> yeah, fired.
3: Oh my God. God,
2: I never do that again. Um, wow.
3: Stop being funny, Ben. <laughs>
0: yeah, stop being yeah, funny, be, Ben. S-
2: I will be very stone cold. Um,. So after the initial sort of like shock and glee of seeing you guys like kiss and that drama shit that went like, you know, blasting into my face, um, my, my like stunned expression of surprise turns into like one of, um, regret, one of, uh, <laughs> deep guilt. And I'm like clutching my, my head in my hands and I'm like, oh shit. Oh, shit. Oh, no. Oh, God. Virgil. Oh, no. Rhythm. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I, like, leave and head back to the castle before they can catch me. Oh, my what? God. <laughs> what the fuck did I just see? <laughs> Anyways, my name is Rowan Ridley, and I'm a human bard played by Shing.
3: <laughs> do you just leave Dee, Dee hot pants behind like, yeah, i just peace. leave dd
2: Dee Dee.
0: <laughs> peace girl dd Dee Dee would definitely come with you if you uh if you were leaving uh since she was like i don't know she was walking with you the whole time but
2: okay yeah she can come with but i i leave wordlessly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah you passed by rhythm on the way out um who is frustrated into her cracker jacks <laughs> Rhythm gets up and leaves from the end of the game, too, and she walks in the direction of the manor, uh, Lord Windsor's estate. Uh, and out of Lord Windsor's estate, we can currently see Virgil leaving in a bit of a huff, books in arms.
5: Yeah, after my outburst in the library, I, I make my way to the beach and I find a rowboat. And I step inside and push it out into the shallows. And I row to the eastern point of the island and stare out at the horizon. And I can see, maybe it's just foul weather, or maybe it's the fog, I can't tell. But all I think about is all the miles and miles of innocent ocean getting swallowed up, and how and how little there is seems to be done about it all of this pure water untainted by man untrammeled by the venoms of society and it's all just disappearing and i uh i take my little pouch of ganja that i found in avalon's <laughs> Brother's room and I hurl it into the waves
3: <laughs> huh.
5: And uh, I turn my boat around And begin to row back to shore Determined more than ever To stop this wickedness That I do not understand I'm Virgil Badwater And I'm played by Jake
1: that it's was amazing. beautiful. Isn't and the it's a shame that you sound like you're talking through a $2 microphone. I'll <laughs> <laughs> just re record everything I say.
0: <laughs> uh, excellent. So, as uh, Windsor pats you on the shoulder, Flexen, he says, All right now, uh, I wanted to grab a minute with my grand-nephew or whatever the hell he is. Do you know where um, Avalyn's hanging out right now? Uh,
1: I don't think I've seen him lately. Last I heard, he was with What's her name?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Rhythm?
1: Rhythm.
0: Uh, make me a perception check. Okay. 23. 23, holy oh, wow. cow. Yeah, you spy her clear as day. Rhythm, right child, is angrily eating the last of the cracker jacks on the bleachers opposite you.
1: But it looks like he must be somewhere else now, because she's sitting over there all by herself.
0: Well, then let's uh, let's head out. Let's let's take a gander. Baseball's right. wrapped up anyway. Uh, and he uh, say,
1: "Do you uh, do you know where I could get one of those cool piratey swords?"
0: Uh, he looks over at you and smiles and says, uh, man, that you've got to earn. That you got to earn, friend.
1: Yeah, that, that makes sense. But uh, where, where do I earn one? <clears throat> I really want one.
0: Pirate school? Uh, Pirate school. As he's walking and laughing, he looks over and uh, says, oh, hey, Avalyn, is that? Oh, Avalyn. Wait, wait, does he find us? Yeah, you're just behind the bleachers of the baseball Shit. game. It's not hard. Yeah, yeah. yeah
4: that's that's not <laughs> very right. concealed. Yeah.
3: Uh, yeah, I guess Ishmael? it's probably that that awkward situation where I sh- shove Avalon away very fast and kind of sputter like, "Uh, nothing happened in here."
1: Wait a minute, you're not
3: rhythm. Uh, you want- hey. Can can we,
0: Avalyn,
1: help At this,
0: you? he put he puts a uh, he puts an ar- arm around your shoulder, Flax, and says, "Oh wow, we shouldn't, we 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 won't impose, uh, Avalyn. If you could drop by my manor a little later after you're done here," uh, and he smiles uh, and says, if "You could dr- drop uh, by the manor. Uh, I- I'd like to have a couple words about this uh, this trial tomorrow, but uh, uh, don't let me hold you up." <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm you, sure it's uh,
1: fine. They're just uh, hanging out here.
0: Yeah, they're just now, hanging out, Flaxen. Just hanging out, a couple just, of friends.
3: Maybe you should just go ahead, Avalyn. Uh, well, I... I mean, uh, um, that kind of killed any mood, if you know what I mean.
4: Yeah. It's my uncle and whatnot. I... I, mm, Yeah. Uh, See ya. Uh, bye. Uh, go. Uh, oh, yep. Yeah, uh, off I go. And I sort of trail behind... Windsor and Flaxen.
1: All right, see you later, Ishmael. Yep. Funny running into you. Uh
0: huh. (laughs) (laughs) Uh. All right. Um. So Windsor takes the two of you back to the manor. As you approach the manor, Windsor uh tries to bid you a farewell, Flaxen, um, as he wants to discuss the details of the trial.
1: Oh, I mean, I I don't want to be a distraction. Maybe I'll head over to the library.
0: Sounds good. In that case, I just uh, meet me up at the pool later. I'm planning on taking a couple dips once uh, once we sort out all this paperwork. So,
1: how recently have you been to the pool? <laughs> What? <laughs> um,
3: Remember how Rowan I mean Flaxen exploded the pool last session
0: Oh <laughs> <laughs> You exploded the kids pool I will say That's not the, oh. the big good yes, pool Let's meet
1: in the adult pool Definitely don't meet at the kids pool Or even walk by it or look at it
0: <laughs> <laughs> I will not read into that in the slightest He says With that he gestures for Avalyn For you to follow him as he walks over Towards his private quarters
1: all right, bye guys, have fun.
0: I try
4: and calm myself down so that my face stops being red from being very embarrassed about uh my weird uncle just like dropping <coughs> in and saying hi. <laughs> uh,
3: I, I'm going to head back to our housing, by the way.
0: All right, sweet. Windsor uh, invites you into his private quarters, Avalyn, as he looks over to you and says, so... Avalyn, this trial, I I understand you guys all needing time to rest, but I'd love if you could give me a little more of a breakdown on what really happened with the prison and uh, why you were running away from it and not having the trial there. Uh, Did we
4: mention the fog to him yet? Nope. Oh, okay. In which case, I will say... So, this is going to sound crazy, but um, there's some sort of fog rolling in from out in the void, and as far as we can tell, as far as Ishmael can tell from uh, weather magics, it kills everything it touches. It first hit at the prison, so we barely got out of there alive.
0: You can see he listens intently to all your stale. He peppers you with a couple of additional questions, but we don't need to go through those because y'all already listened to all the previous episodes. Yeah. As he does, you can see that, unlike a lot of other folks you've talked to, he believes you. He has always liked you as one of the few Veristinias who bucks the tradition of being a mage wielder, stay-at-home political, you know, piece of work. (laughs) <laughs> and uh he uh he takes your words at face value and he says, Wow, now that's a serious series of accusations.
3: Can you, can you give me that one more time, Ben? But a little <laughs> bit more, Owen Wilson, please?
0: Wow. Yeah. Now that's oh. a serious series of accusations. Man. <laughs> You're getting good at this.
3: I needed Thanks.
0: <laughs> We're gonna get so sued. distracting. <laughs> um. <laughs>
2: Sorry. That was a serious scene okay okay, with getting Sponsored by, by Owen Wilson Sponsored Owen
0: Wilson Please, by <laughs>
3: Owen Wilson. <laughs> Please sponsor Please. us Owen Wilson <laughs> Please
0: send Owen Wilson some me undies uh.
3: <laughs>
0: Alright So I mean that's a huge relief
4: Seeing that he uh, Seems to believe me mm-hmm. So yeah I, I say Look Honestly Access to your library to try and figure out more information about this fog is the real reason we're here. It's a lot more important than the trial.
0: Well, that explains a lot.
4: Also, the fog's a couple days away from here. If we don't uh, find a way fact, to stop it before then, you know
0: the fog is one day and around six hours away. So it will pro- the fog will probably arrive six hours after your trial.
4: Oh that that wow that cuts it a lot closer than I would like but that's okay. Um so I well I impart that information to him.
0: Well, maybe there's something I can do. Now I you know I never trucked much with magic but uh, I honestly never liked magic just because the rest of the Veristinias liked it so much yeah but once I got around in my 800s or so, I figured why leave anything on the table? Uh, and that's when I moved out here full time and I I, I know a, a trick or two from the the archivist and such. so I'll think on that. Your trial tomorrow, you'll have it in the fog chamber yeah, that's inside the the largest mountain in the center of the island. You're going to be the only one allowed inside the chamber just to prevent any mechanical tampering. But the rest of us can watch from an exterior window of sorts. Can I like call surgery witnesses and stuff? You can, as long as they are uh, available on one side or the other.
4: All right. Well, so I've been thinking, um, I mean, do you know who's going to be present
0: on the other end? That, unfortunately, I do. It's going to be the whole lot of them, I think. I don't think there's been a family reunion this big since, oh boy, around 30 years ago, the wedding between Hanover and Caterpillar Lunaroid.
4: Ah. Is there some sort of impartial judge and jury that isn't just family members?
0: I mean it's the Veristinias. They own whatever impartial judge and jury t- t- would ever deliver justice, so Oh jeez. Welcome back to being a Veristinia kid. I hope it was all that it ever was to you. That's that's all I had. Anything else you got for me? Otherwise I wanna spend some time thinking about this this fog business N- and no, take a dip in the pool.
4: Yeah, because otherwise no, I, you know. I understand. I I've, I've got stuff to think about as well, Uncle.
0: And I'd recommend the pool. It is quite warm. We heated it up, especially since we have visitors today. Oh, good. Um,
4: the the adult pool, right?
0: Yeah. Well, we just call it the normal pool, but
4: <laughs> yeah, but as in not the kids pool.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Weird
4: thing to ask.
0: Obviously. Just making
4: sure. Do I look you like know. a child to you? No, but y- you know that it is a pool. Just anyway, um, I'll I'll be I'll be going now.
0: As you do, you can see that you leave him, and as he's sitting in his chair, he begins to ruffle through a couple of the books uh, on the shelf next to him that look like they haven't been touched in a long time. As you leave, you walk by the door to the library. And a few minutes ago, um, Flaxen, you approach the doors to the library, um, which are open. And you can see uh, the grand spider, the archivist, the big stone elemental um, that is uh, skittering around. Uh, and she's looks like she's reading uh, a couple of big, fat books that have been taken off the walls recently.
1: Um, I poke my head in and make sure that I'm the only one in there.
0: You are indeed.
1: And say, uh, hello? Ah!
0: She drops out of midair uh, and falls crushing a table.
1: I put my hands up as if to say, you know, I'm not dangerous.
0: Uh, at, at this, you can see she puts all of her arms up in the air and looks kind of like a sad <laughs> turtle on its back. Aww. <laughs> Uh, and she kind of flips and her body pops up, uh, and she says, I'm the archivist. How can I help you?
1: Uh, I think you've been hearing from some of my friends.
0: Yeah. Oh, they were so nice and sad.
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, that's because, uh.
3: Description of our podcast.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's because of this fog, right? They told you about it?
0: no uh one of them asked about uh a glass around his neck and the other one asked about dating advice wait what
1: (laughs) so anyway um i'm just gonna cut straight to the chase here have you ever heard of an endless
0: fog Oh well not that, that rings a bell. I think that uh, the dating one did ask about big mass deaths recently. Uh or not so recently. A big fog. No, there's uh there's of course weather magic. I've got some tomes on that from the, the Weather Academy, books that were never returned that we uh, we have access to. Of course it's not as what? much as the Weather Academy has on Weather Magic. They've got the biggest repository, but I my good master's collected more in a couple books in his time.
1: Well, let me be more specific. There's, um, there's a very big wall of fog moving towards us as I say this. And so far it seems everything that ends up in it doesn't come out. Does that sound familiar? Is there anything you could give us?
0: Nope. Not even a little. Not, not I, there's no, no, I don't know anything about that. There's, I gave a, a Virgil a book of catastrophes and history, but nothing about a giant fog that eats people. There's, there's giant water elementals. Maybe the fog is one of those.
1: I mean, I guess it's possible. All this stuff is new to me. Uh, where I'm from, magic is only stories.
0: Oh, well, the... The basics of magic, and as this, uh, she starts to lead you over towards a section of the, uh, library called, you know, the arcane and the elements. The Mm. basics of magic is pretty simple. All magic comes from one of the six elements, and you can tap into them sometimes in a very Primal form, like you summon an elemental of that type of element, or like, like me, I'm a stone elemental. But there's a, there's five other kinds. Uh, and then of course there's the, the elemental magic itself, the stuff that I think just makes us up. And that's the kind of thing that other, other magicians might summon to make a big fireball. They'd summon fire magic, or if they want to, you know, affect the mind. They might, might summon some kind of star magic or something. Wow. That, uh,
1: sounds pretty crazy. Um, this is gonna sound weird, but I seem to kind of have a way with elementals.
0: Oh, they sure. Seem
1: calmer and yeah, my presence. Yeah, like an elementalist. Oh, yeah, I have heard that word.
0: That's pretty common for a an untrained elementalist. I noticed something about you when you entered. There's there's kind of a a familiarity.
1: Hmm. What can you tell me about that?
0: Well, to me, it's kind of like you're a friend that I never knew, which. If you are a friend, then that's lovely. And if you aren't, then that kind of puts me on the back foot. So it's why a lot of elementals, uh, us kinds, can get a little titchy because elementalists have this kind of innate charisma. (sighs) I see. Well. But that's untrained. That's untrained. If an elementalist has that, then there's other stuff they can do. You can, of course, uh, you know, calm elementals, command elementals, banish elementals, um, and then destroy them completely if you want to use them for some nasty ritual. Do
1: you think that could work against the fog?
0: It's possible, though I hope you have a different elemental you want to use to do the banishing with.
1: Well, I meant if the fog was an elemental
0: oh sure possibly where could i
1: learn how to do that
0: Uh, you'd need to speak to elementalists they'd be able to teach you the basics of it and you definitely wouldn't want to start with banishing that's a that's like the the last tier oh so uh that's incredibly difficult so maybe start with the basics find some teachers, maybe take a couple of these books. And at this point, she's started, you can see one of her legs has started stacking up a pile of uh, books and practice materials and coursework um, that she's folding under one arm. And she says, you could take all of these and start working through them. These might be able to give you a little kickstart You should start by learning to calm and then bind your first elemental. That's where all elementalists begin. You can see here, and she raises up a couple of her legs, and on the very top of them, you can see that they have metal shackles around them. I was actually bound by uh, my master, Windsor. Hmm.
1: That's uh, good to know. I appreciate this advice.
0: Yeah, that's uh, no worries.
1: I do have one more question. Mm -hmm. Do you have any uh, good stories about pirates?
5: Yeah.
0: <laughs> of course I do. Ah, we never I'm, get enough uh, people here asking for fiction, but fiction—sort of a
1: pirate in training.
0: Well, let's uh, let's get you some piratey coursework to go with your elemental books. And as she uh, 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 sets those to the side, you can see that she begins stacking up a whole pile of books of uh, uh, some illustrated books about grand adventures uh, and uh, ancient. You know, tombs being raided by piratey heroes and swashbucklers of the seven Sweet. seas and all of I'm that. I'm so
1: into it. Yeah, they're I'm real good. Super excited to read through these. Um, wow. Thanks for all this. Um, what'd you say your name was? I'm the archivist. Well, the archivist. Uh, it was nice meeting you. And I don't know how much longer this island is going to be here before it's consumed by the fog, too. So just keep that in mind maybe maybe worth your while to to move on as well
0: oh i this is my home these are my books this is my everything i was born here in this library and i don't want to leave it
1: i mean uh w- would anything convince you to leave
0: i don't think so um Maybe you should go read your books now. You can see that she's beginning to get a little sad.
1: It was nice meeting you, Archivist.
0: It was nice meeting you, too. I appreciate
1: all your help. And I I head out with my books.
0: All right, Virgil. You row up to the shore, uh, and you can see an angry and (sighs) post-bad-date rhythm is walking over towards the beachfront, and clearly she's been looking for you.
5: Uh, alright. I intercept her in her path, and I say, Hello? Virgil? How are you doing? Bad. Seems like there's something in the air.
0: I mean, I thought there was. Do you have any more weed?
5: Afraid not. Those days are over. I'm, I'm a man with <laughs> <over> ambition. <laughs> no, I got rid of it. Sorry. Uh, it you was, can
0: see her eyes are just falling as she is super bummed out.
5: Ah, uh, it's all right. It was pretty. It was pretty old, anyways. Gave me a headache.
0: Oh man.
5: What's what's wrong, rhythm? Everything. All right, be a little more specific. Let's head to the <laughs> ship
0: yeah, let's maybe we can stop at the bar on the way there.
5: No, nah, I'm trying to cut back on the calories <laughs> no no drinks for me.
0: Uh, this is really bad timing, Virgil.
5: Sorry, I can cheer you up in other ways though let's Let's go have a chat.
0: As you guys approach uh, the how am I feeling, you can see that it is mostly, it's it's almost 70% way through uh, construction. Um, and the manatee has been taken off the front of the ship and is beginning a polish up and paint up job. The, there's a new mast going in place of the one that was destroyed. The hull is being re-waxed and uh, new boards are being put in place. Uh, and it's never looked uh, shinier or happier. And also, uh, it certainly isn't done yet. But as you walk over towards it, Rhythm angrily tells you about the the baseball game and how uh, her Avalyn was snatched away by Ishmael. Um, And then she goes into the part that, uh, that clearly is the most troubling her. She says, you know, the worst thing about it is that I didn't, I honestly didn't even know him that well, and I didn't like him that well and I just clearly there's some part of me that just wanted to ask him out so that so that he could say no and I just the amount of self-sabotage that takes is just mind-boggling that I can do that to myself without knowing or with knowing and not caring I just why would someone do that to themselves?
5: Yeah, I I can relate in more ways than you know, these are troubled times, and in such times I find it beneficial to busy yourself with trivial hobbies or things that you might enjoy. (laughs) It's time to focus on yourself, Rhythm. Um, so, tell me, what's your next step, what do you want?
0: You can see that she looks around herself like clearly not having a good answer. But she she definitely likes the idea of busying herself with trivial hobbies. Uh and so she scans around and looks at the baseball diamond, and then she lands on the tennis courts, uh, and her eyes kind of perk up and she looks to you and says, Do you know how to play tennis? Uh what's tennis? Okay, okay. Here's something that I can do. Here's something that I can do, and I won't need to think about anything else, or either of them.
5: All right, uh, LD is solid. Let's go get some tennis.
0: Uh, and she leads you over towards the tennis. Uh, and uh, she hands you a tennis uh, and a tennis ball with it. Uh and she begins to explain the basics of the uh the game. Can you make me a oh athletics check? A tennis to be a literal check? athlete. Boy, <laughs> can I have disadvantage since you've never done it before.
5: Should I roll again even though I rolled a natural one?
0: Oh yeah, <laughs> that's amazing. I mean, that's the worst it can be. Oh, what if you rolled
5: two in a row? Uh yeah, a no. natural one
0: natural one she destroys you and she clearly (laughs) isn't letting up because it's your first time she explains the rules just enough so that you can know that you're doing badly uh and then she just like she honestly like shreds a tennis ball as she hits it so hard and with such anger and force uh into the ground uh and uh she continues like playing with you for several sets uh and just creams you every single time um but by the end of it, you can. Uh, she's stopped bitching about Avlon and about Rowan and about Ishmael, uh, and she's talking more <laughs> about other things. Uh, and uh, she's clearly feeling a lot better and a lot sweatier by the by the end of the game.
5: I know my role in this situation, so when she shreds the tennis ball, I shrug and casually cast mending upon it and return <laughs> the serve. <laughs>
0: Oh my goodness, oh my that brought me God. lots of joy. I love and, D&D. <laughs>
5: and, uh, you know, as we kind of settle down and get into a groove, and I, I actually am able to return some of her service after a while, I start to explain some of my my thoughts on leadership and the next move of our crew and see what she thinks, because she oh. clearly has more experience in these matters. But I explain that I'm tired of just running from island to island if we are so desperate to survive, there's no chance we'll be able to make any other progress, and then we'll find ourselves at the far corner of the triangle with nothing to show for it. So uh, I'm trying to be proactive, as my mother always told me to be.
0: That seems really sensible. I I mean, I like this idea of us gathering all this knowledge here, and I mean, we've made more friends, or maybe maybe we've made around the same amount of friends and enemies uh, on this expedition, but maybe there's some allies we can reach out to, or maybe we just need to ask for more help from folks, because clearly that helps, she says, and then she hits a tennis ball into your left shoulder, and it leaves a pretty big <laughs> bruise, and she does laugh pretty hard at it. <laughs> And maybe along the way, we can convince a couple of people to leave off their islands, too. But I think, at least for now, us gathering what we know, making the friends we can. And I like like this idea of us not being, you know, totally dry every ship that we hopped, every island we uh, ship out to, right? Because, as you're saying, that's just unsustainable. That just...
5: You know what would be kind of fun? what this island's about to get vaporized why don't we go uh raid the dockyards of all their stardust
0: (laughs) 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 you know what that is not a half bad idea she says (laughs) uh and uh she throws aside her tennis racket uh and she joins you on a walk over towards the dockyard meanwhile rowan uh You leave the baseball diamond and head back towards the castle.
2: I assume that as I'm leaving, even though I pass by Rhythm, she didn't see me, right? Correct.
0: She's busy looking at her Cracker Jacks.
2: Cool. I'm just like, uh, (laughs) my mind is so boggled right now, and I walk back towards the castle in an attempt to clear my head and also maybe head to the library because I have questions there I want answered. Anything to distract me from the sight I just saw mm-hmm. and. Well if there's one to, like, good thing
0: that is currently providing you a, a long source of distractions and that is Hot Dee Dee Hotpants uh who is currently recounting the entire history of her favorite anime to you um seeing as as immediately after they started kissing and you left uh it seems like she got pretty bored uh of what's going on so she begins telling you about her favorite anime um baseball and love summer of hot diamond and, uh, nice. <laughs> yeah. And uh and she tells you about the uh the honestly very deep political tension that runs behind Summer and Love Baseball and Hot Diamond.
2: Um normally I'd be enjoying this recounting of uh baseball series, but I'm clearly too distracted, and so every time Dee Dee gives an interesting point and turns to me to see my reaction, I just go, uh-huh, and nod my head and stare blankly forward. Do we eventually make it to the library or Yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah, you guys make it to the library. Uh as you do, you can see that Flaxen is leaving it at this point, I guess. Actually, uh, this this timing doesn't work. You would arrive there at the same time as Flaxen. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, you're, you're I was have thinking that you were going to like- the castle uh first. Oh, so this kind of
4: throws off my Unless you like a take bit. a really winding route to mm. try and lose DD Hot Pants on the way.
1: I mean, I was only in there for a few minutes.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's okay. Maybe I walk slow. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you guys I, can I take the slow. winding
0: route. Uh in fact, maybe you guys walk up the hiking trail in the center of the island uh and then walk back down past the pools and the walking gardens on the way there. So it's a pretty actually long walk uh to get there, but it's very nice outside. Lots of sun god rays through the trees. Uh and you eventually make it to the manor as Flaxen is walking away out of the archivist's room past you.
1: Oh, hey Rowan. Um Something going on between, between Rowan and Ishmael. Say Ro- those names Ro- again. <laughs> between, uh, a- oh, hey, Rowan. <laughs> <laughs> Is something going on between uh, Avalon and, and Ishmael?
2: I like stop in my tracks and I look at you and then I look at Dee Dee and I share a knowing look with her and I look back with you. Hey, uh, Flaxen, you're, you're not a blabbermouth, right? You you keep secrets on the down low. Yeah, I
1: got I got plenty of secrets. You want to hear a couple?
2: No, never mind. Um, no, nothing's up with them. Nothing at all.
1: Oh, okay. They they're acting kind of strange.
2: Yeah, they're weird. <laughs> they suck.
1: Oh, okay. Dee
2: is in giggles this entire time i slap her in the uh the shoulder shut up i like
1: scratch my head Uh, Um, see you guys later
2: yeah see you
1: boy that was weird
2: (laughs) i'm just like that i i clearly wanted someone to talk to um that was on the crew (laughs) Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Now I'm distrustful of how <laughs> how gossipy Flax is. Mm-hmm. I turn to Dee Dee. Okay, Dee Dee, we're probably never ever going to see you again. Probably. So I guess I don't mind sharing this with you.
0: <laughs> I get yeah. that a lot. She says. No. <laughs> oh
2: no! No that's no no no! I, utterly
0: brutal. I live on a cruise ship. We uh, <laughs> we travel from port to port a lot.
2: Okay, that's good. Oh, wait, actually, is is your cruise ship going to be leaving within the day? Yeah, so, I, like, I mean, I'm
0: not on the cruise ship now. We're on spring break. Uh, so, yeah, our ship will mm-hmm. be... It's a, it's an airship uh, that'll be taking back off to Zizzy Zark's WizKid University Cruise this afternoon. Um, so, yeah, Holy I'm actually God. only around here for the next two or three hours.
2: Okay, good. Um, is Zizzy's... Whiz kid school of whatever further west than here.
0: Oh, it's super. Yeah, it's it's very far west. It's it's like many many miles from here. So we're gonna be zipping back so Wait. I can get back to college.
3: Don't you want it to be sorry. east? sorry? East west is the bad direction. Yeah, I
0: mean directions really? oh, are shit. tough for me. Oh yeah, east? me too. I thought you said east. Can we get this straight?
5: So if we've got a triangle and the right corner is east, the fog's coming from
3: the left.
0: The left, left corner left. is west. There are two corners east, the northeast uh, corner and the southeast corner, because it's an isosceles triangle, and the point is the prison at the end of the world that you guys came from.
5: What kind of strange god like, makes an asymmetrical planet? I guess it's not asymmetrical.
0: It's symmetrical in one dimension, not the other. <laughs> Still, It's, it's north-south symmetrical, not east-west.
3: The answer to that question is
2: Ben. That would be me. I am the Dungeon Master. Ben, is that God? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Anyways, well, I wish you luck on your studies and stuff. But what were you going to say?
0: Goss, 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 goss.
2: Oh, God. Oh, shit. Let's keep in touch. But uh, (laughs) what do you even do do in this situation? I've only read... a single romance novel and a smattering of animes to know what to do in this situation. I have very little reference to go off of.
0: Do you have any recs for me? Look, I have been on, as previously stated, three dates. So I do know what I am talking about. Uh, And uh, (laughs) the best thing to do here is play it coy. Keep it cool, keep it under wraps Just keep it to yourself And uh, definitely Keep a diary though, and write it All down, because this stuff is gold
2: This stuff is gold, your life is An anime Yeah, 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 keep it under wraps Nothing will go wrong If I just don't say anything Sounds good Whether or not it goes wrong, even that way It won't be your fault It'll be someone
0: else's fault And that's totally okay (laughs)
2: Yeah. Alright. Sounds good. Thanks. Um, hey. But I like the idea of keeping in
0: touch. Maybe we could, uh, we could pen pal back and forth or something.
2: Yeah, that sounds good. I will figure out letters because letter writing is a shit storm on this triangle. We'll figure it out. Just send like 10. It'll get through eventually. That's kind of my (laughs) trick. (laughs) And that way you make new pen pals if they end up on some weirdo's desk. Um, uh, okay, <laughs> I'm gonna go into the library, it's like a one-person-per-visit type thing, but I'll see you around, you probably gotta get packing for your- uh, Oh,
0: shit, yes, I did need to pack, and all of my stuff is, like, scattered all over this place. Will you come see me off at, uh, at, like, four, when the ship leaves? Yeah, I'll try to make it,
2: um, I'll probably- what time is it right now? Uh, it's, let's say, around 1pm. Okay, Yeah. I'll come see you off after I'm done with this uh, this library spider thing. Sweet. Nice to meet you, Rowan. New best friend. She raises up a hand. I grab her hand and I shake it.
0: Okay. You I was going for <laughs> a high five, but this <laughs> also works.
2: It's, we don't do high fives from where we're from. <laughs>
0: oh, Oh, I get it, she says, and winks. She doesn't get it. Uh, you are able to <laughs> enter the, uh, the library alone after Dee Dee leaves. Okay. Hey. Let's hop over to Flaxen, just since we haven't seen Flaxen for a bit. Flaxen, what are you up to? Uh, Well,
1: I just wandered off from the the library, and I think, not really sure quite on the timeline, but I think I was to meet Windsor at the pool.
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. So you, uh, are able to head. It's, it's now just around that, what, 1 PM time. Um, and you're able to make Mm. it over towards the pool. You can see Windsor is lounging with an excessive amount of body hair uh, and is uh, lounging on one of the big wood chairs uh, next to the series of pools that are out glittering in the sun. Uh, And there's a couple of university students who are still hanging out here, though clearly their ship is going to leave in two hours, but they're just trying to soak up the last of the rays here. Um, And in the pool, you can also see a face that I believe you've only seen in mist form. You can see the face uh, sitting... On a chair, in a sun hat, uh, the face of Annalisa Overcast.
1: Have I ever seen Annalisa Overcast?
0: I think that you saw her mist project onto the the deck of it, asking about Bonagus Mm -hmm. once.
4: No, what? she was taught. She was down in the cabin asking. Uh, was that Talk to Avril. That was yeah. Avelyn.
0: Okay. So yeah, you've never seen her before, but you see someone who bears some resemblance to Ishmael. Um, whether you put the dots together or not, that doesn't matter. But you can see that she is clearly not a university student, and she is sitting in one of the chairs by the pool in a big sun hat. <laughs> hey, Windsor. Hey. Very nice. Very nice. Glad you can meet her. Have you met a uh, Annalisa? Yeah, I feel like you go- You two should talk.
1: Annalisa, no.
0: Yeah, Annalisa. She's a, a weather mage from out east. I uh, was just dropping by because she was having some hard times back home and uh, needed to get out to the Airbnb. Get out to the Airbnb. This podcast is brought to you by Airbnb, <laughs> the place I'm staying in Seoul next week. Um, Please sponsor us, Airbnb. <laughs> give me a free stay in the Triangle at the Louvre. Uh, so, just, no, uh, it's a thing they do. It's a thing they offer. It's a new one. Great, what? try it out in Seoul. No, in the Airbnb, in the triangle at the Louvre, there's a little in triangle Seoul. in Seoul. Yes, the triangle from the Louvre. They shipped to Seoul. You can stay there. So that's where Annalisa was staying at the prison at the end of the <laughs> world at the B&B, uh in a triangle from Seoul. Yeah, she uh, she she needed a little bit of a chance to get away. But uh, I think she's headed back east this afternoon on her weather balloon. Uh, And he walks over and grabs a a couple of lemonades and uh, talks to her for a second uh, and then brings her over towards you. Hey. Annalisa looks at you um, with a kind of a precision eye for a second uh, and then immediately reads the situation and says, are you part of Ishmael's crew?
1: I, I am. Why do you ask?
0: Ishmael's getting himself into really hot water. You know he stole that storm glass.
1: I, uh... I don't think it's going to be a real big issue, Annalisa.
0: It's already a real big issue. What do you mean? I... (sighs) Make me a persuasion check.
1: Alrighty... Flaxen gets a 18. Uh,
0: Look, you seem nice. I'm sure the rest of the crew is nice. I'd hate for you all to go down with him. So the fact that he stole the storm glass, I letters have been sent. The official recognition of the college of weather mages will be that all of this fog business is on, is on his head and there will be many people. Myself included, that will be told to hunt him down. It, surely you don't believe that, though. Have you read the histories of weather mages going nuts? When weather mages go rogue with a storm glass, that thing plays with their heads. Ishmael doesn't know what he's got around his neck.
1: Uh, I've been with Ishmael for weeks, I think. <laughs>
0: Look, I'm not sure how long it's been, but listen, I'm not, not going to try and look, I'm not going to try and convince you to turn on him. That seems like a dick move, but just okay. look out for him, right? He's my little brother and I just want him to come home and be safe. And if I get to him first, that's what I'm going to do. But if the others get to him first, I don't know how much you've seen of the bounty hunters out in this world of real pirates, but... They play for keeps and they're going to shoot to kill. You're going
1: to do what? Take him home?
0: If I'm lucky, I'm going to get him back in one piece.
1: I mean, that's not safe. Nothing is safe from this fog.
0: I don't. Look, just keep him safe and look, look out for bounty hunters and look out for pirates. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm asking of you.
1: Look, I'll always take care of my crew. You don't have to worry about that, but... Oh, When you come for Ishmael, I can't guarantee that I'm not going to keep him safe from you.
0: (laughs) At this, uh, she laughs, and she says, Yeah, you don't have to worry about that. And uh, she then turns over to Windsor and says, Windy, I owe you so much. Thank you for taking me in again. You are a treasure of the ocean and anyone that steps on your shores is luckier for having it. Uh, I think I'm going to head off today with the the rest of the college kids. I will see you around hopefully. And I need my weapons back. So, and uh, at this Windsor says, all right, all right, all right, get out of here. Get out of here. Get out of here, kid. Uh, All right. Meanwhile, Rowan, you're walking into the library. Hello. Hey, is there you... anyone
2: here? You see no one inside the library. Um, I walk in deeper. Uh, hey, I'm looking for some material. Heard that there was a librarian in here somewhere. Hello.
0: Perception check.
2: Fourteen. Fourteen. Uh, you hear
0: a from behind and above you. The
2: fuck. I turn around and I look. You see the for giant the spider the
0: is hiding, covering her eyes so that hopefully you can't see her, um, standing on Aww. top of the door frame. <laughs> what the uh are you the librarian? How'd you know? she says uh, as she drops down from the door frame, um sad and frightened.
2: You're the only one here and You're a spider, so, you know, one-on-one put together. Are you available? Are you-
0: Yes, I'll always do my job, she says, but she's pretty sad about something, you can tell.
2: Well, alright. Uh, I ignore that part about noticing her being sad, or I don't notice it, probably. Uh, so I'm looking for some information about the prison at the end of the world.
0: The prison? Oh, yeah. Yeah. The prison? Yeah, let me, uh... find that for you. She skitters over towards one of the shelves and immediately begins picking off some books, putting them back in place, looking around. You can see that this place is not, it, like, w- all the books that were previously taken out that clearly usually are meticulously put back in place are all scattered over the floor, um, and they're just, this—the over the past two hours, this place seems like uh, it's been shredded, or someone's been just tossing books off the shelves, not caring to put them back in place.
2: Hey, do you need some help putting these back? I pick up a book that I actually towed my foot. There's a lot of them on the ground.
0: No, it doesn't matter. Everything's gonna end.
2: Oh. Yeah, did one of my crew members tell you about the fog? Yeah. Yeah. Here you go.
0: Oh, She uh, sets a couple of books on the table in front of you. The Prison at the End of the World. Established, uh... 20... It was around uh, 100 years ago, The Prison at the End of the World was built, um, I believe. There's a little bit of a sketch around the original date, but uh, around 100 years ago, the prison was originally built. The idea was there's one international force in the whole of the triangle, and that's the, the Sea Watch. They are the ones who guard the oceans and make sure that people are safe and fight against pirates and that sort of thing. But they're not a country. The countries own themselves. It's all nation states. Uh, But the Sea Watch had this issue where what happens if they catch someone and then they arrest them and they don't know where to put them? Um, You can keep them in, you know, the the Eastern Watchtower, the Western Watchtower, these places, the bastions of the Sea Watch. uh, But you can only do that for so long. They're not they don't have a prison. So the prison at the end of the world was founded. Um, it was marked as this international spot that uh, would be operated privately by the warden at the time. Uh, the warden at the time lived for like 50 years working at the place. And uh, then another one was brought on and a few more uh, until around 25 years ago, the most current warden was put in charge of the prison. And uh, overnight, he uh, had complete control and complete authority. Uh, the Sea Watch and the Prison at the End of the World always had a pretty good relationship. But as soon as the warden came into, into power, the prison began having a lot of its own power and began making demands of the Sea Watch and began to grow, and simultaneously, the warden's husband opened up the bed and breakfast at the end of the world, uh, and uh, and took the top of the prison, built the giant glass dome up there, and the four restaurants and all of those beautiful scenes. That That's the first piece of stuff that you get out of it. Are there any other things you're looking for?
2: What's the warden's name?
0: The only name that seems to be listed for the warden is Clever Mr. Gauze. And Clever Mr. Gauze has a history before coming to the prison as well. Apparently, Clever Mr. Gauze worked in the Cross-Triangular Sea Watch Patrol for a long time and was apparently incredibly charismatic, but eventually uh, reached the peak of his career and could not unseat the current head of the uh, Cross-Triangular Sea Watch Patrol and made a couple of enemies. So he was kicked out after a failed coup and was made
2: instead the new warden of the prison,
0: as punishment. Punishment.
2: oh wow who's the uh current head of the sea watch patrol the one he butted heads against
0: uh it's not that one that one's changed the the previous head died several years ago
2: natural causes or down in a storm looks like gotcha
5: hmm
2: hmm who's the uh Husband who runs the Airb the BNB, not Airbnb. We're not being paid. Um <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's the the husband's name, he
0: is uh Jean Baptiste. Jean Baptiste gods Um though logs say that uh Jean Baptiste has not been running the BNB for the past six years. Um, six years ago, Jean-Baptiste ran from the prison uh, with uh, their daughter,
2: Anglianne. They ran from the prison?
3: Uh
2: Yeah. And so you know that Anglianne, she returned to the prison to apparently replace uh, Clever as the current warden. Before that, do you have any information about the daughter, the warden's daughter, Unglianne's whereabouts?
0: No, I didn't know that at all, actually. I mean, we don't. We keep some current records, but most of the records here are archives, hence the name. Unglianne, as far as I know, is still with uh, her father, Jean-Baptiste.
2: I see. Okay, thank you for these references. Um, I also have one more question to ask of you, if you don't mind. Yeah, no worries. Do you have any th- information about the Kalzeki Islands? They're far east from here. <sighs> yeah, Kalzeki, Kalzeki.
0: They're, they're definitely in a different section, but uh, we have some documents. I believe that uh, my master went there for a while uh, and spent some time uh, doing some uh, light crime, as he likes to say. <sighs>
3: Nothing like Saturday and light
2: crime. Light crime. Mm -hmm. Did Did he by chance set fire to the consulate building on the westmost island? Was he the one that did that?
0: Well, now, I don't think I'm privy to say certain truths like that. I think those are the sort of things that my master likes keeping
2: quiet. Yeah, it was probably him. Fucker. (laughs) I had to do so much paperwork. Um, (laughs) And uh, are there any, do you have any historical records of the Koseki Islands? Sure. Yeah, we've got some
0: scrolls. They're all pretty old. And honestly, I will say a couple of them read more like mythology than history. But are those interesting to you?
2: Yeah, definitely.
0: She pulls out a couple of these bound scrolls uh, in big poster tubes.
2: I unroll the first one. I'm looking for anything on giant sea creatures. That is what the
0: spider is talking about when they're talking about more mythology than fact there are several references to some kind of giant beast um, some kind of great horror that skulks within or around or some say underneath Some say it is the island itself so there's a, there's a lot of legends that are all like sprinkled in this history It's very Herodotian
2: for all you classicists out there Are there any references to these giant beasts? mythological or otherwise being stopped or them being sealed away like
0: uh there's definitely multiple accounts of this great beast being stopped but it's enough that makes it feel like there's probably um well make me a arcana check this is not gonna be good no.
5: that was bad
0: <laughs> that was maybe the worst check i've seen on a podcast is really bad as two. Two, yeah. Uh, It is very hard to distinguish what is fiction and what is fact out of these scrolls. If you spent more time, maybe, reading through these, maybe you'd be able to parse it. Um, But frankly, there are many cases of great heroes vanquishing this beast. Um, Those seem like they're mostly from kings that want to make themselves feel like they should be in power from hundreds of years ago. Um, Some of them are more around the binding and controlling of this beast and using it as a great war weapon. Uh, and some of them say that uh, the beast still is out there. Uh, and then, of course, there's some theories that the beast takes the shape of all of the government officials, uh, and they make all of the bad things
2: happen. I'm mostly interested in that one, but um, I take all the scrolls in my arms. Um, hey, can I, can I take these out or... You can take whatever you want. Nothing matters anymore.
0: All fuel for the eternal furnace.
4: Flaxen, I think you
5: broke her.
2: (laughs) Yeah, what the fuck? Give me this to work with? (laughs) Um,
5: Sorry. Why you don't go last? Yeah, this is why I don't go last.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I'm pretty sure... Okay, well, it does matter if you keep moving on, you know? Like, books are... These are really... This is... We will make good use out of all the knowledge you've accumulated here. Your life work does matter, and I assume you having read all of these, you wouldn't want that to just be gone, wouldn't you? I think you should move on and keep that knowledge alive within you, because it doesn't just end here. It only ends if you're forgotten, and you still have a long road ahead of you. Very, very sweet. And,
0: yeah, why am I sitting in here? I've never left this room. Maybe I can, uh... (sighs) Do you think you could help me with something? Yeah, what's up? Well, there's all these students... uh, And as she says this, she begins gesturing and asking for your assistance and loading up several carts uh, and ripping books out of the walls and um, setting them in carts, calling for many, many servants uh, and calling to take all these books out to all of the college students that are heading away back to university um, to uh,
2: let them go be of use in the real world. Ah, sweet. I guess they call in a favor from Dee Dee to like round up her friends.
0: Yeah, for sure. And let's we can cut actually directly to that scene uh, as everyone is on the beach, just next to the mostly finished. How Am I Feeling, Uh, who waves farewell as uh, the two great balloons of the students, as well as the little balloon that bears your sister, Annalisa, are also taking off as well. But uh, before they leave, uh, you can see that all of the students are burdened down with what have to be priceless books from these ancient archives that Windsor has gathered throughout his entire life. Uh, And uh, they're all laid out like a used book fair as people are looking through. Uh, And for the first time in maybe the entire history of the ancient archive it is the fiction books that move and not the non-fiction ones uh and uh everyone is picking up a bunch of uh, uh more recent fiction pieces well some ancient history f- fiction stuff too uh and everyone's cracking jokes as they all are waving farewell to their spring break and uh dd gives you a big hug as she uh says goodbye and
2: says that she'll make sure to write as i'm hugging dd i'm like snapping my fingers at all the college students who are only taking the fiction books i'm like hey if you're gonna take one of the fiction ones you have to take one of the nonfiction ones they go as a pair you gotta take them
0: oh, <laughs> you gotta move these books
2: out <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh very good uh okay evening falls uh and you guys all eventually return to your rooms at some point um and uh as uh, as the dusk settles in. Where are you at this moment, uh Ishmael? And where are you at this moment, Avelyn?
3: I'm just getting right to the point, huh? Oh um, yeah. I mean we've got
0: to <laughs> dive through important pieces. I don't I don't want to know about anime and baths. We did that last episode.
3: Uh so the entire afternoon, I think, after I left the baseball diamond, I was just like chilling in the kitchen. Uh so, like kind of writing a high Good. I was, like, looking at the clouds. I was kind of pacing around. Uh, but then by the time evening falls uh, and no one has really wound up back at the castle again, I guess I have...
0: Sorry, when you were looking at the clouds, could you make me a arcana check? Oh, yes. here we go again. <laughs> Six. Six. You see a turtle. Oh,
3: that's nice. <laughs> Six
4: means turtle. Everyone knows I mean, that.
3: I think by the time evening falls. I actually... I don't go to my room. I'm, like, lounging in, like, the common room. Do we have
0: a common room? Oh, there's... Yeah, there's definitely, like, several common rooms, but there's a commonest of rooms.
3: I'm, uh, on a couch, and my my legs are, like, up on a coffee table, and I have taken my storm glass off, and I'm just, like, looking at it. That's that's all I'm doing. Sweet.
0: And when that happens, Avalyn, you arrive back at the castle. Did you swim at the yes. pool, Avalyn? Um,
4: no, I don't think so. Um... I didn't want to keep arousing suspicion about the the, the kid pool um, uh, by okay. s- still referring to the uh, other one as the adult normal. Definitely not the kid pool. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: So, mm-hmm. So,
3: uh, so, so you come back?
4: Yep, I, I come back.
0: All right. Um, so yeah, that's where we join you as you walk into the room, seeing uh, Ishmael looking at his storm glass.
4: Um, I. Uh,
0: how does that thing
4: work, anyway? Do, do you know what it does?
3: Uh, it's a long story. I I think I do. Actually, I just learned oh. about it in the archives.
4: Oh uh, well, I'm I'm glad we came here then.
3: I made it snow yesterday. Sorry, you what? I made, made snow. It? <laughs> I Wait, don't... so
4: like, so like you you like dip like weather controlling
3: something like it
4: because that's awesome and also if you get really good at it maybe you can make the fog go away but also like that's like really cool thing to do all i can do is I, set, st- set stuff on fire
3: i i then i i set it down like uh on the coffee table and i lean forward and i look at you and say Banish the fog? That's... I don't... No one can do that. I mean... I don't think anyone can... That's not something I can...
4: Has anyone tried? Like, you can make fog. I mean, a little bit of fog stands to reason that a weather mage could also make fog go away. I mean, maybe, like... Maybe we need to, like, find you more info more uh, sources I mean more of info. power i don't know like that's not
3: but- that's not how it works Evelyn. it's it's not it's not like a power up or something until you are able to do big magic that's not i didn't make it snow by casting a spell i d- i just played a song
4: oh huh i mean I mean, he, that's 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 totally new to me because like
3: thinking about yeah. d- banishing a fog after I've done something like that would be like. W- it would be like taking your first piano lesson and then saying, now play Mozart.
4: Oh, well, I understand that. I, I, I mean. Yeah.
3: But you OK, you see Nancy.
4: I mean, my trial is in less than 24 hours. Um, and, uh, I'm basing my entire defense on, uh, Flaxen's vision. So Flaxen's vision? You saw the, uh, Veristinia phoenix. The phoenix. Um, and it had manacles on with some sort of unfamiliar symbol, and- You're gonna
3: plead that it was controlling you?
4: That's, that's the best I've got. And like that's not bad. My only my only sort of backup, and the the thing that goes with it is like the like um their their frenzy potions exist. Like when I destroyed the ship, I accidentally drank one. I really shouldn't have tested it on myself. I I realize that. But the um, but it's possible to make them. There 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 are formulas for them and everything. And the the book that I have even says it's specifically used usually to poison someone. And
3: come sit. I tap the couch next to me.
4: I, I sit down, like, sort of with my shoulders hunched over. Um,
3: You're really tense.
4: Well, wouldn't you be?
3: Probably, but it's not going to help you at a time like this. You need to stay calm.
4: Yeah. Well.
3: You're going to be fine. You're going to go into that. You know exactly what you need to do, what you need to say, and what the outcome needs to be. Stay grounded. You know who you are. You're going to be okay.
4: Yeah. And and actually I'm pretty sure I'm innocent. And until recently, I didn't think that.
3: Um I didn't think that either. You think you're in, you're innocent?
4: If I wasn't in, if something else was controlling my body, that's not my choice to kill someone.
3: Is that, is that what we're calling your rages, I guess? Someone else controlling your body? Is that how that works?
4: Well, I don't mean to ma- sound
3: accusatory, I just. Maybe,
4: maybe not all of them, but I, I love my brother more than anyone else in my family. I, I wouldn't, I would never have hurt him. Hmm. that's just so far past anything that I would ever do.
3: When did that's... these things start? When did you start doing this?
4: What, the the raging and forgetting? Yeah. Yeah. That was the first time. Before that, How I... How
3: long ago was that?
4: Around two years.
3: Two years ago, hmm.
4: And, uh... Yeah, I mean...
3: Because I wonder. Yeah raging, you're thinking about it like something is taking you over, right? But part of me wonders, maybe it's really more of some kind of meditative thing. Some kind of thing where you you get so focused on what you're doing that you just forget everything else and nothing else matters except what you're doing. And maybe that's less of you getting taken over and more of you Knowing what you need more than anything else. Maybe it's some kind of hyper-focus. I don't know. It's just a thought that I had. I mean... Because I was in a... I mean, I kind of was in a similar state. And and I made it snow. Well... I mean, maybe it's just... Maybe it's that you're doing something incredible. And when you do this incredible thing, you... I don't know. I I then throw up my arms in the air and lean back on the couch again.
4: I sort of chuckle and I go, "Well, it would be nice. I mean, if it's if it's a super focused thing, it would be nice if I could focus on remembering what happens, uh, <laughs> uh, because that's sort of the the big problem with it is not knowing." what happened in the last minute or however long it is that I'm in one of these episodes.
3: Yeah. Magic does weird things, doesn't it? Amplifies things in weird ways.
4: Yeah. But I mean, Hey, maybe, maybe it's like your thing with the snow. Maybe it's the opposite thing. Hard to say. I mean, it's the sort of thing that it would be pretty neat to like, at this point I cut you off and and I start
3: making out with you on the couch.
4: Whoa. Okay. Um, that's Yeah. I, I do. I Does, does stop Connor give his consent? E- oh, yeah. Stop talking. And nice. <laughs> definitely not remembering what it was quite that I was stressed out about.
0: Dope. Amazing. All right. So, Rowan, uh, after the book fair, where do you head? What do you do?
2: So I take all the reference materials I got from the archivist and I make my way back to uh, my bedroom. And as I'm passing through the common area, I do spot Avalon and Ishmael on the couch. And it looks at first as though I'm going to say something, but then I remember what Dee Dee imparted to me. Great. And <laughs> I close my mouth. I look away, mutter to myself, it's not my business, whatever. There's a little <laughs> Dee, Dee, Dee bubble in
0: the top of your comics panel. Yeah,
2: it's very anime. Um, and I headed back to my bedroom and I sp- spread out my haul on uh, my bedspread and I consider what to do.
0: Nice. Yeah. You're, you have a um, pretty sizable, um, library at this point uh and as you were helping move some of the books out there were a couple books that the archivist seems to have set aside as like special ones that she wanted to make sure you got um since you were so nice to her so there's a couple ones that are related and there's some a couple of just like good general history books so in the future if you're like researching
2: something on your ship you'll have a couple to refer back to cool side note out of character so my character's int is like modifier is like negative two and that's just because Uh, I amazing I know that's just because I I think I when I was creating my character I mixed up wisdom and int I don't know why now that I'm playing my character happens to the best of us yeah I know now that I'm
0: especially the ones with low int
2: (laughs) (laughs) now that I'm playing my character I wish I should have switched them around but anyways I'm just gonna play it as um, not having a lot of worldly experience but now he has a lot of books to go off of and he's trying to gain knowledge about that kind of stuff Um, so, uh, I pick up some of the, one of the reference books that the librarian, um, marked for me. Uh, what are they?
0: Uh there's a few. There's one that looks to be like a natural history of the triangle, so talking about specifically the flora and fauna uh of most major bioregions on the triangle. There's a there's a detailed atlas that looks like it's probably worth its weight in gold. It is uh huge and uh it has some pretty like well-detailed maps of the the triangle. Uh, some of them are old, some of them are new. Uh it appears there aren't any like modern cartographers that are mapping out this stuff, but, uh, that's a pretty cool one. And then there's uh, a couple that are more like history of particular regions and, uh, you know, notable people and places of the
2: triangle. Gotcha. Um, I pick up the one with the maps and stuff. Is it possible for me to look at the maps and chart a course for us and where I think Mondo stone is going to next meet up? Like, so basically I'm kind of like comparing when our paths would meet again.
0: Yeah. You are currently north of Mondo Stones. Mondo Stones is south at Fear Gubbler Island and you are north on uh, Windsor Vericenia's summer home. To your east, the next main stop is the Western Watchtower. Um, but, uh, the Western Watchtower, as you recall, uh, your friends are there and they're trying to set up the seawall so that no one can, uh, you know, sail a ship through it, um, or at least they could fire on it. So the hope would be that, uh, you'll get there before Mondo stones and you can, uh, pass through the Western Watchtower there or not.
2: So that's probably where we're going to meet next. Uh, And can I get a sense of where my home island is in, I guess, in context to uh, the Eastern Sea Watch – I mean, the Western Sea Tower – Eastern whatever the thing the place you just yes. mentioned the Western watchtower uh yeah, it's quite a ways off
0: um your home area home stretch of islands is a pretty far distance, and for all of these maps value uh it seems like they don't go all the way east um at some point it says civilization stops when you start going further east uh, and so uh it charts mostly like the the center to the west
2: of the triangle gotcha. Um, I put it away for now and I start to like flip through all the rest of the books and as I'm doing that I start to pen a number of letters to some people. Uh one of them is to Dee Dee, the other is to Mr. Whiskerboy, and then um the third is to an old crew member, one of whom who sent last week the care package, and I penned a letter mm-hmm. to them, my old crew.
0: Very nice, yeah, and as you do, you while away the hours of the evening, and eventually fall asleep on your bed surrounded by books and letters. Later that night, there is a knock on your door, Flaxen. (sighs) Who is it? It is I, the turtle. (laughs) Uh
1: Uh-huh.
0: I, uh... Wait, so there's only one turtle? Sorry, one of many turtles. Shit, he says. <laughs> go back to sleep. And... Flaxen, uh, Windsor has asked request for your presence on a mission of, and he says, wait for dramatic effect, piracy.
1: Huh? Yeah, what? I'm up. I'm up. Do I get a sword?
0: I. That's okay. I can use, I can use this one. It's fine. Okay. I don't mind. Uh, where do I go? Come with me. Yeah, yeah, okay. Uh, And the turtle waddles down the hallway, going, dup, dup, dup. It's on its hind legs. I pick him up. Which way are we going? Down to the hidden docks.
1: All right, I hurry off to the hidden docks. All right, he leads you. It's uh,
0: north of the uh, children's castle. There is a series of tide pools that it seems like the children sometimes hang out at, but he directs you down a secret set of passage steps that lead down to a big overhang where underneath you can see a couple of small sailboats are set up in a place that looks like you would have no possible way of seeing them from the outside, and probably only very clever children have found their way here in the past. And one of those very clever children is standing on the boat, and his name is Windsor. And he waves you aboard a a little black painted ship. And you can see that on the ship with him is none other than White Fox Lighter, still decked out in her full cosplay outfit.
1: Hey guys, uh, I heard you called for me.
0: Hi, great to have you here. And good that you brought the turtle too. He's important. Uh Uh-huh. White Fox Lighter is sitting at the front of the ship saying, hey... You said this was going to be about baseball. You can't control me for anything that isn't about baseball. And with that, you see Windsor chuckle and pull a baseball out of his pocket and he says, "I Windsor Veristinia of House Veristinia want you to hold this baseball inside this boat for the next eight hours. <laughs> okay. At this oh, she a looks day. very <laughs> mad. She looks furious as she picks the baseball out of his hand and sits down in the boat holding it and says nothing uh. else.
1: Huh. So uh, let's get down to some baseball.
0: <laughs> That's the trick with elementals. You just gotta know how to work with them, or against them, or work them. Just know how to work the system. That's what piracy's all about: the system and you being on the right side of it.
1: You know, speaking of Windsor, yeah, uh, I, I think I've been coming around on the whole elementalist thing.
0: Oh, well, that sounds lovely. What's uh, what changed your mind?
1: The archivist, I think, uh, really made it sound kind of interesting, kind of useful
0: then consider this a lesson in both piracy and elementalism. I think the two of them go hand in hand as far as I'm concerned. Though, to be frank, I was pretty not so keen on elementals and elementals-isms all myself for a long time, since that was my old family stuff. But, man, power is a useful thing when you want to do things. Yeah. (sighs) Hey, uh, baseball girl, can you whip us up a wind as long as you're here? Uh, And the sylph, white fox lighter in a huff blows her uh, hair out of her face uh, or sorry, her wig out of her face. And as she does, the ship takes off like a jet out of the secret passageway. And it continues sailing for the next several hours at breakneck speeds due west towards the fog.
1: Oh, so uh, what are we, should we be going this way?
0: <laughs> yeah, we should.
1: Isn't this, uh, towards the fog? It
0: is, indeed.
1: Isn't that a little dangerous?
0: That's what being a pirate's all about.
1: Okay. I can do that.
0: Over the course of the two hours, you approach the fog, and it grows big in front of you. Like, real big! Super-duper big! Oh. It, uh, it grows so big to the point that you guys are probably, like, just a few miles from the edge of it. And you haven't been this close to the fog since the prison. And it is massive. Like, the the sheer height of this thing. It looks like it's, I don't know, maybe a mile high. It's just the kind of storm you don't see. And once you're around a mile away from it, uh, he tells uh, Wait Fox later to stop the wind. And he prepares a, a couple of candles on the boat and pours out a few different alchemical reagents and little patterns. And he says, ah, these are just mostly formalities. Frankly, all you need to properly banish an elemental is, uh, the right chutzpah
1: wait we're not gonna banish the fog I'm not ready for that oh
0: no 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 we're not banishing the fog we're banishing an elemental turtle he holds up a hand for you to hand him the turtle oh Uh,
1: okay I hold up the turtle
0: the turtle turns over towards you and salutes and says sir it has been a privilege serving you Okay. I shall die with honor uh-huh. <laughs> Windsor pats its head gently and says, "All right, Turt, get in the center of the pentagram." <laughs> I guess it's a septagram, a hexagram. It's the it's the symbol Is of it? all of the six elements. So, Wh- hexagram, I guess. Oh, okay.
4: Hexagram, yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah. As the turtle gets in the center, Windsor turns to you uh, and says, the Magic like this, banishing an elemental, it releases a massive blast of magic. It allows you to do giant things, uh, things you couldn't otherwise. You can't do it often because you, you need an elemental to do it, and elementals are hard to bind, so releasing an elemental is a rare thing. Um, and of course, in this case, we are banishing it, so a banished elemental cannot be resummoned. It's it's permadeath mode. Where,
1: uh, where, do, where do they go?
0: Wherever dead things go when they die, I guess.
1: Oh, okay.
0: Uh, you can see that the, the turtle is very proud to have this honor and stands in the center of the, the <laughs> t- t- hexagram at attention. And Windsor says, uh, he volunteered for this, by the way.
1: Huh, okay. So
0: we're going to try a little experiment. One of the most powerful things you can do with the banishing of an elemental is just summon a impassable wall of force. And this can get big, too. Bigger the elemental, more powerful a thing you can do with it. So we're just going to try and summon up a big wall of force and see if we can stop the fog. <laughs> it may seem a little crude, but uh, if we can stop it from hitting us, then... Isn't
1: isn't that like... Isn't that a mage thing?
0: It's a banishing thing. If you, if you banish it, I mean, mage things, it's all drawn from elemental magic, you know? Okay. So you think you can help me? Uh, yeah. He gives you a set of intricate instructions to follow. Make me an intelligence save to do them, all right?
1: Okay. Uh, I roll a 15.
0: 15. Uh, All right, yeah, you execute all the things correctly. And as he mutters, you can see lights appear in the sky, like bright Aurora Borealis-style lights. And six different colors of light all appear as giant spotlights out of the sky above you, pointed right at your ship. And the six colors of light all overlap to make it just a piercing white light on the turtle. And the turtle stands proudly, and then shivers, and then in an instant, vanishes. And as he does, you see behind you, it looks like a crystal. It is so transparent and sheer this wall of crystalline force grows out of the water. It's probably like a half mile long uh, and a half mile high uh, just as it rises and it goes and the boat underneath you shakes and shudders. Even White Fox Lighter drops her cool as she turns around to watch it. The boat immediately catches the wind the sylph provides and shoots off in the other direction. But behind Windsor... The fog slowly rolls up towards the Great Wall of Force and as if it is not there, rolls through the Wall of Force with no interaction. As if it was rolling through air. With that, Windsor says, well, that was my best shot.
1: Oh. Well, it was a uh...
0: You, you tried. Tried and tried, and White Fox Lighter says, and it sure wasn't good enough.
1: No, but everything's progress, right?
0: She laughs and tosses the baseball up and catches it back again. And as the fog crashes through the wall of force behind you, your boat zips across the water, back towards the hidden harbor. And with the fog left far behind, Windsor Veristinia's summer home lies quietly. Rowan lies asleep, surrounded by books and letters, Flaxen in his old pirate ship, haunted by the terrors of the night, Virgil back in his bed with a sweet score of stardust that he uh, grabbed and nabbed with rhythm uh, earlier today, and nursing a couple of his tennis ball sores on his body as he lies there in bed. And, in the main central room, Avalyn and Ishmael lie asleep next to each other on the couch of Avalyn's youth. It is a quiet night in Windsor of summer home. It's the last peaceful night before the trial, when everything went wrong.